So, people scared with this corona thing, man. Really getting serious. Market's down. Stock market's down. Companies losing millions and millions of dollars. Not allowed to fly internationally or domestically. JP Morgan Chase doesn't go anywhere. They're staying home. Everyone's staying home. What is this shit? Like Dustin Hoffman? Like we're going to have to go find like this one monkey that has this shit and then cure it? I got people telling me it's man-made, this coronavirus. Like we made this? What the fuck for? Shit, if we wanted to get sick, we could have just drank coronas. That's the goal with this molecular biology stuff. And then I hear on top of this, I don't know if this is a true statistic, but that like uh, 30% of the population still thinks it's because of Corona, like the beer. And I think that those are the people that sit at a table for four fucking hours, order water, lemon, but the water has to be hot because they're going to make their own tea. Campers, okay? Camping in the restaurant industry is not as fun as it sounds. Like, I hear camping, and I was like, shit, we're going to the fucking woods? Like, I'm like, bring my bow and arrow? We're going to kill our own meat? The chef's going to cook it? No. Camping is when you go into a restaurant knowing ahead of time that you're going to be a a douche. A douche, basically. So, um, most of the time. Sometimes you can camp by accident. Like, if you just come in and you have a great time, you get drunk, you know, you keep sitting there. The most I've ever sat at a restaurant probably was like three hours. But this was like at a huge, like a party, like, you know, it was like 20 people. And then we all sat there, we got wasted, we fucking we ate dessert. Like, I never eat dessert at restaurants. Then there's people that camp. So they come in and they sit. There's purpose, purposeful camping, like camping with a motive. For instance, to get the New Year's Eve seats, you come in at like nine and you sit there until midnight just so you can get in for free. Hmm? Or like when you're in college and the open bar is free. From like 7 to 9. So you just come in at 5. And then you sit there for 2 hours. That's camping with a purpose. That's sneaky. I understand it. But there's rules around that in the restaurant industry now. They can't. You can't sit from 9 to 12. Because we know what the fuck you're trying to do. Then there's campers that just sit there. They just sit there and they just just talk to each other. Or they're by themselves and they're on the computer. Which that I probably also understand. Because they're not really camping. They're just working. They just don't want to be somewhere else. Cool. People sit there and they talk to each other and they chat away and yes and yay, wow, my God, it's great. Now, I understand that the restaurant industry is a hospitality industry and we're supposed to be hospitable to these people. However, they have to fucking spend some money because how many waters do you want, Janet? You fucking mad of toilet paper in the bathroom because you used it all from the water that you pissed out with your three lemons. The bread is free. I gave you four. Like, what? Contribute back, bitch. At least go do some dishes. Maybe wipe down a hostess uh, um, table or something. Come on. Jesus Christ. So you think we used to work at this restaurant that gave you an aperitif, which is just like a small snack before the dinner service starts, just to get yourself a little, you know, how you get your juices flowing and your saliva, right? Then we used to bring these beautiful, beautiful French breads, right? So we bring these crusty French breads with nice um, butter and, and, duck liver pate so you had an aperitif which was a canapé small snack could be anything like tuna tartare or scallop or just a little little tabib you know and then we bring you this delicious bread and if you ask for the bread one more time we do it again and at that point you just don't want to eat anymore because you just ate like a bunch of food like for a regular human being you know what i mean like i used to eat a lot back in the day now i don't anymore now four popovers and two duck pates and a canapé i'm good so we used to have people that literally would come into the restaurant, order water, sit, and then pretend like they didn't want to finish dinner or order dinner. So when they would come and take the order, they're like, actually, you know, I'm so stuffed with these fuck popovers. And oh my God, are you fucking serious? 
But it's kind of genius, though, because it's in our rule book. We have to do it. Just can't do it all over and over again because then we can obviously lose a lot of money. But campers are smart, man. Some, some of these guys know really how to go out and really work a restaurant's um, system against them. <clears throat> and uh, to those guys, I give kudos. I don't know why you guys do that. You eat for free, but popovers, like, that's cool, though. That was a good choice. But that's one restaurant. People that just sit there, I don't understand. Like, how can you sit there for so long? And they're not even that enthused. Like, after the third hour, Janet's had, like, 17 waters, right? She's pissed 14 fucking times. There's sugar packets and lemon wedges all over the place. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. She ordered a grilled cheese, but she doesn't want it yet. It's been two and a half hours. Like, what the fuck, Janet? Right? And then they tip you, like, you know, two bucks, obviously. So they just take up your whole table. That's the point. The servers usually wouldn't mind campers if they were spending money. In fact, they would like them because they would spend more money, get drunker or whatever. Bigger the tip is. But they're taking up the table, that real estate that, that the, the, the four top just had, that Joey just got. Joey just got a four top. If you two idiots got up and left, that four top would have been mine. I would have 200 bucks in my pocket. All right? So this goes out to the people that are campers that are know it. Just, just try to spend some money or keep it to a minimum. And if there's two of you, don't take up a fucking six top for four hours, please. Hopefully the hostess is smart enough not to do that. All right, please. And if you guys don't know your campers, now you do. Talk somewhere else or pay well, and then the server will leave you the fuck alone. Like how much tip you give the server, that's how long you're allowed to camp. So if my check is 80 bucks and I throw 200 on the table and I say, I'm going to be here for a couple minutes, the server will be like, you know what? How about you help me close the fucking restaurant back sure. You know what I mean? Just just pay, pay your time. It's a rent. It's hospitality. We're renting you are hospitality. Don't fucking abuse it. Then the other types of uh, campers are work campers. Work campers exist two ways. Um, one I've only recently discovered, and the other one has always been there because they're hourly employees. So basically an hourly employee's first 15 and last 15 seconds of every shift. Pretend like the pitter-patter I'm going to make is the patter of their feet from the door towards the punch-in clock. And then the is going to be the punch-in clock. And then the pitter-patter feet at me after. Okay? So, door swings open. So, they sprint to the clock as fast as they can because it's 3.01 and they're one minute late. God forbid. God forbid chef catches them one minute late because they need to hit their hours, right? So, they fucking sprint to this thing like it's the end. Like, like that's the end of the world. They finally hit it. They punch in. They're so tired from the sprint that they walk towards the locker room to get changed slowly. Now, we're paying them to get changed. That's one. A lot of restaurants are probably doing that. We don't even know about it. It's a pain in the ass, and you don't have to. Absolutely not. They're supposed to be in uniform at said scheduled time, fucking ready to go. If they want to come in, and you know, because this is also what happens. I come in, I clock in, I go change, go have a cigarette, go have a poop, take a glance at my station. It looks like there's some fries on there. Okay, cool. We're good. You know what I mean? And the same thing when you come out. It's to the time clock. And then as soon as that time clock rings in, they're out of there, like sprinting again. Oh, I'm like, holy shit. I haven't seen it move that fast online. Well, yeah, it's not on the clock anymore. You know what I mean? So what I would do if I was a a manager, it was not let them do that. Like, no, we are not paying you to change. Because the after is really what gets you, especially like the lunch crew that leaves around like 4 o'clock. That are like, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, man. It's 3.30 and then it's like 6.30 and you still see them? Did I just see fucking... Did I just see Terrence? Did Terrence just... I could have sworn I saw Terrence. Nah, it couldn't have been Terrence. He left at fucking 3 o'clock. 
fucking Terrence is in the back spitching it up to the uh, to the prep girls at night. Yeah, on the fucking clock, this guy. I was like, oh, are you fucking serious right now? Well, you know, I was just downstairs changing. I was like, for three and a half hours. What is this, summer school, like the movie? Your zipper got stuck. What the fuck are you talking about? Get the fuck out of here. So I took his hours back because he actually wasn't working. You know, could fuck, fuck you. <laughs> so campers exist in all fields of things. So if you guys are campers, so I guess technically the one's more like clock milkers, but you could slump it into camping, I guess. And the third camper I just recently discovered is somebody that's a salaried employee. So you get paid no matter what. Every two weeks or every week, you get paid your salary. That's it. You could be there for 60 hours or zero hours or two hours, and you could do as much work as you want. As long as you don't get fired, you get your salary. So this is the kind of person that's like at five o'clock. Well, say they're scheduled to leave at seven, right? And then at five o'clock, they're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get out of here. It's kind of slow. You do you. I know this, this, this isn't done. And you're like, yeah, sure, man. Absolutely. You're right. It is slow. Everything is done for me already. You can go. Take off. Sure. Why not? Enjoy your night. At least one of us. You know, who's going to have some fun. And then like goes, and then some time goes by and then you still see that person like 20 minutes later. And you're like, yo, um, Bobby, uh, didn't you say you were leaving at four? He's like, oh yeah, you know, I just, I don't really know where to go. You know, I'm just going to like walk around, maybe get some motivation. And I was like. How, isn't walking away from here your motivation to leave here? I mean, I don't hate my job. Don't get me wrong. I love my job. I think my job is great. I like cooking. I like like all this stuff. Look, I'm talking about it. I'm, you know, excited. But if my job is done, I am getting the fuck out of that building. Not because I don't like it, just because my job here is done. I can't stand it when it's slow because I just feel like leaving. I can't just standing around not doing anything, you know? Just like, ugh, I hate that. So I just start cleaning, I start organizing, just anything. And I hate organizing too, but I hate standing still more. So like, these people, they fucking hang around for like two hours after they said they were going to leave. So they end up leaving at the scheduled time, but they haven't done shit for two hours because they've been walking around and playing clothes. Just fucking go. I'm not a rat. I'm not going to snitch you out. You left at five. I don't do that. You'll do that to yourself by walking around with a t-shirt for two hours and everyone asking me why the fuck you were walking around with a t-shirt for two hours. You know what I mean? Let's get to ask some questions too. So like, I don't just, just, I think that if you guys are working and you're done with work, the first thing you should do is punch out and get the fuck out. That's it. No, no offense. No anything. If I cut you, like if your chef cuts you, hey, you know, Tiberius, yes, chef, go home. Yes, chef. Tiberius runs to the fucking clock out, clocks out, goes downstairs, changes, and waves goodbye on his way out. Because you know why? Because the guy that got cut early, he's got the fucking golden ticket. It's Friday night, he just got cut early, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And everyone else didn't, right? So everyone else has to work. Maybe somebody wanted to go more than Tiberius and is fucking eating them inside right now. So Tiberius is going to walk up on the line, right? If, if he wasn't Tiberius, if he was a douche, he would walk up on the line, say goodbye to everybody, ask what everyone's doing tonight, and then laugh at them because he's doing it earlier. And that person would just stand there and would eat him inside like, fuck, man, I really had something important to do. Like, this guy doesn't even have to do shit. So whenever you're done, just get the fuck out. Clock out and get out. And when you come in, either come in in uniform, ready to go with your shoes and your apron and shit, with your thermometer and your fucking peeler, and then you clock in, or you take your time clocking in after you change. Okay? Because it's not fair. And I know how this is done because I've done it before. Like 45 years ago when I was working, making fucking hourly. Know what I mean? <laughs>
this ties into the camping uh, episode because this is a, a person that would most likely be a camper. And this ties into the hospitality industry because, yes, we are here to rent you our hospitality and to sell you our food and booze. But we are not fucking here to be your personal chefs. Okay? This is the my husband's a chef person. And it's always that. You never, ever, ever see a guy sit down at a table and tell you that his wife's a chef. Maybe his husband's a chef. Maybe that happens now. But I remember seeing a gluten-free menu for the first time in my life once. I was working at Legal Seafoods. I'll drop that name because that was like a fucking long time ago. Working at Legal Seafoods, right? I was a uh, server, just started. I just got promoted from busboy to server. I was 19. I saw a gluten-free menu. And I was like, like the, I just got out of fucking Catholic high school. So I was like, like, like the sin? Gluten? What do you mean gluten? What is gluten? What is gluten? gluten? You mean glutton, right? Gluttony. No, we mean gluten. Gluten-free. And I was like, duty-free? They're like, gluten. But what the fuck is gluten? So they essentially told me it's bread, right? It's fucking wheat. And now it's wheat and soy. And then now, Jesus Christ. I remember seeing that thing and it was one of us. There was, Leo Sivus is a huge fucking corporation at the time, right? There was one of these laminated pieces of paper for like three stores or some shit. It was like the fucking ring from Lord of the Rings. Like we could touch it, but we couldn't like read it too long because then it would like, I don't know, it was weird. And that thing is all started with that Atkins bullshit. Then it went gluten-free and just like lactose... Apparently, when you don't eat gluten for a while, you become gluten intolerant. Well, gee, that kind of makes sense scientifically. Just like you, if you don't drink milk for a couple of years, you become lactose intolerant because your body doesn't know how to process milk the same way. So that happens to gluten too. And that's why people that don't eat pork all their lives and then have pork accidentally have really, really bad stomach cramps. So I wonder if that happens with any other kind of food. Of course it fucking does. Dick, that's why you have to have a mixed diet. But... I remember seeing that. Now, gluten-free is like, thank God they're gluten-free. Yeah, we have a whole menu for you guys. It's different. It's great. But the shit that people are coming up with, too, they're fuck, ballsy, man. I'm allergic to green. Um, excuse me? My husband's a chef. I'm allergic to green. Like, green, the color green. I'm like, what are you paying with, miss? Hmm? Yeah. Cat got your tongue there, huh? Okay. Green what? Vegetables? Green parsley? Green fucking... What the fuck you mean? You're allergic to green. Jesus Christ. I'm allergic to fucking seeing you. Anyway. <laughs> they have the allergy cards now that list of things. So it's kind of like a test. It's like a test that you can take to see if you can not kill this person. And that is how serious some allergies are. Which is why every single allergy that comes into the restaurant, we have to take like that. I was in a restaurant once where the guy ordered the one thing on the menu with peanuts and he had a peanut allergy and of course we put peanuts on it because it was seasoned. One, maybe don't order the one thing with fucking peanuts on it. Two, he didn't have his EpiPen and, and peanuts, it's that serious. Like you need an EpiPen, which is uh, epinephrine. It's a synthetic adrenaline so you could get yourself going because you're going to die. So fucking, he just he eats a piece of tuna and he sprints out the front door knocking people over and shit. He caused more of a commotion leaving because he knocked some chick over and she was mad. We're like, where the fuck do they go? He's like, the nearest emergency room, his friend said. His friend was super calm, too. He was just chilling at the table. He's like, I, he knew it was going to happen. There was probably somebody touched the... T- there wasn't even a peanut on there. The guy used the same glove to touch the tuna as the peanuts, but he didn't put t- peanuts on the tuna. But that's how severe this guy's allergy was, which, again, leads me to ask, why the fuck are you ordering the one thing? Anyway, 
But um, yeah, but like I'm allergic to green and I'm allergic. I'm allergic to mayo. Are you? Well, I mean, you did have the brioche, the brioche bread there, um, and then you put the you put the port wine mustard on it. Yes. So, so you're not allergic to mayo. What do you? How dare you? Of course I am. No, you're not, because brioche is egg bread, and mustard is the binding agent that holds mayo together. <laughs> the eggs and the vinegar. You don't know what you're talking about. You, are you allergic to process of emulsification? Are you allergic to like 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 when things like get emulsified? Is that what it is? Because that's what I want to do to your brain. Stop it. If you don't like something, just tell people I don't like it. Cilantro tastes like soap to me. Yeah, yeah, I know. Ten percent of the people that taste like soap. Fucking tastes like cilantro to me. It's delicious. You know what I mean? But just tell people that. Don't say you're allergic to something that you're not allergic to because restaurants have to take it seriously. God forbid we start slacking off and people start dropping dead because we don't give a fuck anymore. He's allergic to lobster, but he's having the crab. Fuck the diet. That's actually the real thing. It's possible. I think it's the other way around, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I remember like I had a, I have, I have a whole ticket. I should probably do an episode on tickets. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have a whole like stack of tickets that people have rung in over the years that are just asinine. Like I have one person ring in a filet mignon between medium and rare. That's what they wrote. They wrote between the temperatures of rare and medium, which obviously, hopefully, everyone that listens to this knows that that's medium rare, which is actually a temperature that exists. Most people order it. Um, yeah, this person didn't know that. So that's cool. And then they, another one was a scallop special, modified no scallops. Yeah, so I don't know, just a plate, I guess, with some garnish. Maybe we use some sexy scallions. <laughs> so yes, please, please stop doing that shit. Um, if you're allergic, I get it. Please bring the card. We'll do whatever we can to accommodate. But if you're not allergic and you're just being a douche, come on, just stop it. You're fucking 47. So a bunch of things happen in the restaurant industry that is a reoccurring thing and there's nothing you can do about it. There are things, most of the things you can control, like, um, you know, what time your cooks clock out, whether it's before or after they change. You can control that. You can just stand there and make sure they clock out before they go downstairs. There's other things that you can't control, like what time you close. What time you close is a mystery number. Okay, no one really closes at the time they say they're going to close. Ever. So... That, now that you know that, because I told you that, because that's the thing. Maybe you work somewhere that's not that way, and then maybe I'll come there one day and we can meet, um, you know, the unicorn together, and then we could ask the Dalai Lama, because he'll be there, obviously, because, you know, the restaurant closes at the time they say they're going to close. <clears throat> so the Dalai Lama has to fucking be there, right? So they've reached enlightenment, right? <laughs> so you never tell your cooks that you're going to close early. Ever. 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 As far as they're concerned, they've been cut. Like told, cut it, by the way, means to send, send him home early. Send, yeah, to be sent home early. Ever. You never tell the cooks. Why? Because it starts a fucking coup d'etat. Coup d'etat. A revolt. A revolt. A revolution. If this slips, somewhere slips, we might be closing at 10 today. Normally we close at 12. <gasps> And you hear that's it's like fucking crackheads, man. It's like crackheads knowing that they have crack somewhere. You hear the whispers through the bushes, and you know that they're gonna attack you all at once, very, very soon, because you're the crack dealer. <laughs> <laughs>
But instead of crack, you're giving out time out after work. Not past 12 a.m. 9 p.m. Boom. That's three hours of fucking free time. We don't pay you, but I mean, your families, your friends, your obligations, they think you're at work until 12. You just got cut at 9. I'm going to spend all my money. A restaurant should do that. We should cut all the employees on the night that they get paid early and let them have a fucking chill out at the bar and spend all their money. I bet you half of them put their money back just like casinos. That's fucked up, though. I wouldn't do that. Anyway. So, like... The fuck was I just talking about? Closing early. It's a revolt. What you do is if you're going to decide to close early, you close early. Why don't you tell the line cooks that you're going to close early? Well, let me tell you why. Because the line cook does not give a fuck about what the hostess has to do. It does... Definitely she or he does not give a fuck about what a busboy has to do or a dishwasher. Anything they're only concerned about is them and maybe their friend on the station somewhere. Whenever that guy's done, I'm going to time my shit at the same time as this so we could dip out of here together and go get drunk. Or go home and play chess. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they read some of them. Most of them get drunk, though. So if you do have a chance to go home early and close early, don't tell them. Just keep it a secret. And then when the first guy asks you, Hey, chef, how come um, the printer broken or something? I was like, no, I don't think so. Why, what's up? I haven't got a ticket in like 40 minutes. I'm like, well, your station still looks like shit. So are you not busy? You didn't get a ticket? Really? Seriously? Why is it? What? Oh, 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 are you closing early? I know. I just told you to keep your station. Yo, guys, chef just told me to clean my station. Fuck. I did. Told the wrong guy. Told the wrong guy to clean the station. He knows that the only time I tell him to clean the station is when we know we're gonna. I blew it. I was a fucking idiot and I told the wrong freaking dude, man. Shit. Turtle, why you gotta be such a fucking squeal cheese all the time? So what if we're closing early? Why do you have to tell a line? Now everyone's gonna drop what they're doing. So this is what happens when you um, tell a line that you're gonna close early before you actually close early. Everyone's working. They're thinking that they're gonna be there midnight. It's a Monday. It's slow. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna be here, but you know. Some of them find ways to drink on the job. Some of them smoke. Some of them just stand there on their phones. Some of them actually works and clean. You know, that happens too, like once in a blue. So they find out that they get to leave at fucking nine instead of midnight because it's so slow. As soon as they find out, they're done working. That's it. It's over. You might as well just clock them out because all they're going to be doing is thinking about that nine o'clock. How do I finish all this stuff before nine o'clock? So I could just leave at nine. Just leave. I could just leave this restaurant at nine o'clock. Oh my God. It's like a miracle. That's what, they, that's what they're going to be thinking about. That's going to consume them, and you're not going to get shit accomplished on their station. And it's not going to be ready. And then when it's 9.01, and we're not closed because the table just sat at 8.58, which was the last reservation, which is why we said we might be closing at 9. But nobody cares about that. Seating, ordering, appetizers, bread, water, booze, wine. This time has to be here for three more hours if they want another bottle, bottle of wine. You didn't think about that, did you? No, nine o'clock on the call. I was supposed to close at nine. It was nine o three. I still got a ticket. I got a ticket on my thing. Nine o three. We close at nine o'clock. That's why you don't fucking tell them you close early. As far as they're concerned, it's close at twelve all the time. And then I just cut all of them early because I felt like cooking for the rest of the night by myself. Just don't do it. Just one of those things that you don't do.